Podcast. We are live. We are live. Okay. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining in. I am live with uh, my former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, Miss Maya Hayes. Once again, I am Judah Bernard, the wisdom dialoguer of the Rise Creating Your Voice podcast. You know we're all about communication, education, and motivation. And I was remiss not to invite a very, very good friend of mine um, from many, many years ago, because I'm not going to tell you my age still. I'm still waiting about that. So... (laughs) Introducing everybody and, and presenting to some, pre- introducing to others, Miss Maya Hayes. I just want us to just give her our undivided attention of who she is, what she's about. She's just going to give us a little brief history. And you know what? This is actually chatting up with Maya Hayes. So you and I, she and I are going to be chatting and actually talking about things and actually just blowing you my, your mind as we converse. So if you're in the chatting mode, definitely hit up some messages or give us some questions you want to ask between us and our friendship and things. So let's give it to Miss Maya Hayes. Yes. Hey, everybody. Hey, thank you so much for having me today. You're very welcome. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, it's been so many years. My goodness. We real yes. grown now. <laughs> yes, we are real grown. We are real grown. We real grown now. So real grown. For those of you I probably haven't met or seen before, I am Maya Hayes. I am a native of Jackson, Mississippi, and currently home to Dallas, Texas now. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I am the owner and founder of the Starfire Productions Dance Company, which originated there in Jackson, Mississippi. And I am elated to connect with so many people back in Mississippi. A lot of my students and things have reached out to me on social media and just why everybody flourish and be the stars that they have always been in my eyes. I am just so proud of everyone. Um, several of them were able to come to Dallas for a recent interview that I did. So it actually brought, you know, triggered some heartstrings, but we have some things going on now. Okay. So that's just a little bit about Maya, but I want to introduce Maya um, because I met um, Maya when she produced Starfire Productions. Mm -hmm. So I have a little, I have a little present for Miss Maya Hayes. (laughs) So I want to show you guys this. (laughs) <laughs> this is us when she and I was in the Starfire production, and this is her company. And yes. in many instances, we won so many dance championships. So many, yeah, I was a dancer. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I think what people don't understand is Maya has a plethora of dance techniques under her belt. And this is a person, the person that I learned to dance with. She taught me ballet first, second, uh, all of those steps. And, you know, standing on my uh, um, point, standing on point and all that. So I became very intrigued by it. And trust me, I wasn't a, a little small person at that particular time. Either. No. <laughs> I was a big guy. <laughs> And when she taught me that, I, I became more interested in it. I became so interested in it that 
You remember if you um, noticed my page, my Facebook page, I actually posted this on it and I told Maya Hayes not to cheat <laughs> <laughs> because she was responsible for me winning the international dance challenge. And I did a piece by uh, Avin Ailey, which was Old Center Man, and I actually got the Sterling Civil Champion Award. And at that time, we got so many allocates and so many awards for the, yes. I think, the largest dance group, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Best dance, best dance Studio. Yes. Best Dance Studio. And we had, like, over 30, 30 to 50 people. On that oh, stage, yes. absolutely. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We did. We came to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, we didn't come to play. We came to slay. <laughs> Both two times. You know, the little ones weren't ready. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not we, for the little ones we had. <laughs> yes, yes. Those, 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 those little um, dancing, um, dancing. Um, I don't even know what to call them because they were so little and so cute. Dancing so I want to call them cuties. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I want to call them little dancing cuties. And they were so smart. And those who have grown up, and then like I told you, it was many moons ago. But throughout it, Maya and myself kept co um, connection. And mm -hmm. I'm just proud of her. And I just definitely uh -oh. wanted to salute her on today being that I want to chat it up with uh, my, my a close friend of mine and just seeing what she's doing and just tell us life about being a former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Well, you know, uh, definitely by the time before I moved from Mississippi in 2002 to mm -hmm. Dallas, um, I went into the NBA first with the, no. Chicago, with the Chicago Bulls. So... <laughs> So, of course, uh, during uh, Michael Jordan's last championship game, now I just told y'all my age. <laughs> um, by the time I was... But I'm younger than her. <laughs> by the time I uh, moved here to Dallas in 2002, that particular year, if you remember, um, the NFL for the Dallas Cowboys organization, they decided to do a worldwide search for new cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. And you know, being from Mississippi, I wasn't a sports follower right. or anything like that. I just remember our dance parents coming into the studio saying, Miss Maya, there's this audition, you know, going on and you should go. Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what they were talking about. They just told me what to wear and where to be. Right. <laughs> and I went. And so it, it was pretty surreal after I got here through that whole process, because 3,600 women tried out that year for the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Wow. And I honestly, I'm going to be very transparent. I had no idea what I was doing when I got to Dallas. I just yes. knew I was in Dallas. Yes. That was it. And I made, met 85 other women, and we went through this long process that literally lasts from 6 in the morning to 2 a.m. And they called my number and they said, oh, you're a training camp candidate. And I said, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right. I, I literally had two days to move from Mississippi to Dallas. My whole life changed in that two days. Mm -hmm. um, and I can only say it's the grace of God that brought me here. Um, if I told you all, all the background story and how I ended up here and how I was able to pay for things, because a lot of dancers, of course, coming from towns like ours in Mississippi, where there is opportunity, but yes. not necessarily that that path that says, right. hey, you need to do this, 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 and this to move on with your career or your life as an entertainer. 
And right. so I, I literally uh, have been marking and trying to help others who come behind me to say, okay, this is what happened. This is what I think should happen. Right. That way other people have a better history of it than I did, if that makes right. any sense. Um, but I truly enjoyed being a part of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Um, there were only three African-American girls on that team at the wow. time. And to learn throughout these years that I am the first born and raised native of Mississippi to ever make the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So <laughs> Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, you guys got and had a wonderful Mississippi. And so that means great talent comes from Mississippi. Absolutely, because two years later, the next young lady from Mississippi to make it, she actually came from Pearl, Mississippi. Her name wow. is Brittany Evans. Um, and just so you know, so I've had the opportunity to be at a lot of auditions to kind of help out mm -hmm. as the years have gone along. And I've seen lots of young ladies come from Mississippi to audition for this team. Unfortunately, they did not advance. Um, onto the team, but it was good to see that more people were striving to reach the next levels in their career. Because truly, I thought I would have been a prima ballerina. That's That was my goal um, yes. going into college, but my mom got ill at the time, and right. my dream was to be at NYU. And so when I got into the Tisch School of Arts, you know, things changed when my mm -hmm. mom passed. So I ended up stay, staying in Mississippi and attending Jackson State University. The and, you know, serving as the president of the JSU Dance Ensemble. Yes. Um, it, it, it definitely kind of helped me put things in perspective and I had to grow up pretty fast. Mm -hmm. But the Dallas Cowboys organization would be one that's truly very close to my heart. Um, as of today here in the world that we live in now, I'm one of the lead liaisons for all wow. minority dancers that come through the NFL um, and those who are seeking to upgrade their dance careers, but definitely giving them that insight of, you know, what to expect and who basically they are to stay true to themselves. Um, so it's, it's definitely been good. And of course, after the Cowboys, I moved to North Carolina, I directed a ballet company out there for two years. And then everybody here wanted me to come back. So uh -oh. I came, came back in 2007 and made the Dallas Mavericks dance team. Wow. Uh, so you know, I'm not going to tell you how old I was when I finally retired that, but, uh, and but just remember uh, that I'm still younger than her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my Dallas Mavs uh, organization, that was, you know, definitely something so much fun to do. My father got a chance to come back from Japan and come wow. see me dance on the court. My sisters were able to come see me be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. And I tell you, it gets real surreal to see how people support you and, yes. you know, of course they don't know necessarily know you by name, but that iconic uniform says it all. Yes. And it still follows me today as an alumni. And it's been over 10 years since wow. I cheered them. So, you know, to see people say, I remember you, or they have my poster or something like that. I actually have a poster on eBay. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. And people are selling it with my autograph <laughs> on it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So 
That's what you call talent. <laughs> okay. But I, I like sharing those things with like my students. In right. 07, I reopened a uh, second school out here in Dallas and it's still going great. Of course, the coronavirus shut us down for a little while. So right. that was a lot of prayer, but I was able to reopen my school in August. And I have a huge team this year. I normally only keep anywhere from 12 to 14 girls on right. this team. Now we got a team of 24. And so, you know, getting ready for our next steps, I'm working on a, hopefully a new television show. Uh, we wow. just shot our pilot recently um, wow. to kind of sh shed a little bit more on minority dancers to say, mm -hmm. you know, it really does take a village to raise a child. Yes, yes. And having the parents that I had in Mississippi and the ones that I have here in Texas, nobody can match my support system. Nobody. Right. Um, because truly having a child where your family actually backs you and supports you mm -hmm. because we know dance is not a cheap thing to do. Right. And so, you know, I'm trying to pull kids out of their living rooms and things like that and, and teach them to aspire to something. Like, you remember when you and I were in school, we knew yes. everything we wanted to do when we yes. grew up. Yes. We knew. We, we knew. wrote it down and said, okay, what we got to do? Let's, what we got to do to get this? What's next? Exactly. <laughs> Look, well, throw, you know, throw, this we, eight, throw this um A step in here. Throw this little A count. Yeah. Wait, wait. Let's go back. No, I didn't like that. Let's go here. <laughs> okay. So, but you, you would be amazed if you talk to a lot of young people now and you ask yes. them, you know, what would you like to be when you grow up? They'll, t they'll say literally nothing. Oh, wow. And that is the worst thing a child can look me in the face and say. Mm. Now I have to pull myself back to say, not everybody got the same support as I did. My parents were very nurturing to what I wanted to be and do as a child. Right. And so now I find myself putting on those hats to be that person to help them understand that they can be anything that they want to be. But you do have to put in the work. Right. You have to put in the work. Um, so everything's been wonderful. I mean, the experiences with the dancers, you remember there in Mississippi, our dance competition meant everything to us because we yes. weren't a competitive team. Yes. We just thought other people needed to see us dance. <laughs> <laughs> we love dancing. It was our passion. We we stayed in that studio for hours. Yes, we did. And hours for days. Yes. Lock We're not going to talk about the lockdown. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but we got a chance to do a whole lot when Jackson State took us to Howard to do the Fine Arts Expo. Yes. And spent money on us. Of course, we were cramped on that bus, but yes, you know, very cramped. <laughs> <laughs> it was but fun. we made it. it. So we but made that was the it. passion and dance. And one most outstanding choreography while I was there. Right. So it 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 meant everything to me because that just that made me feel like okay i can do this there is yeah. something else you know those history making things i got to perform for uh at the time the secretary of state uh colin powell's luncheon the next morning before oh, wow. we left um there you know we danced everywhere around jackson mississippi they yes, knew exactly have. who we were it was basically, we were a household name. Everybody yes. knew who we were. Um, of course, at Jackson State, we yes. put our imprint on that school. And did you hear that the drama club finally got their Walk of Fame star? Right. Yeah. So it's been great.
So we like like Ma said, we placed our, our names and stamps on everything. Um, it was a great, and still is a great production, and she's doing it still. And I think the, the great point about it is she did mention Jackson State. And if I can't recall, she was the choreographer. I can't remember who you played, but I know I was Mike. <laughs> yes, which, which show is that? A chorus line. Oh, I played the lead. <laughs> In that <laughs> one. <laughs> and you remember as Cassie, I couldn't sing. Remember Dr. Right, here it, here it is. Here it is, Cassie. Yes. I played the lead and I remember he said, Maya, this is your sheet music, sing right. it. And I was like, mm, I don't sing. I, I, I can't <laughs> sing. You say I don't. I can't. She pointed at her throat like, I can't sing. <laughs> he said, but you're black. And I said, oh my God. <laughs> I remember I can't remember the young lady's name but I remember he literally went to Tougaloo College and found a girl who literally yes. stood backstage and sang yes, all and of sung, my songs yes. and I got to be a drag queen for my first play <laughs> at Jackson State because I lip synced that whole play well fortunately I sung mine but here's my um, discredit that I did not have formal tap. So I had to mimic tap dancing for Mike. Yep. <laughs> so it was fun because we got that adventure to yeah. do things that we thought that we couldn't do. So that was the fun thing about it and everything that we're doing. I want you to tell, because I did hear that you said that you're the lead liaison for the minorities. Mm -hmm. um, for the Dallas Cowboys. So mm -hmm. tell a young person who's thinking about dancing, about being an NFL cheerleader, an NBA cheerleader, or whatever, tell them some of the tips or steps that you took as well, and some of the things that I've heard you say that just be you, and be yeah. you great. So exactly. tell us a little bit, a couple of tips. Let me be very honest what I mean by uh, everybody remaining themselves. Mm. Let's just be realistic about where please, we live. Please. Uh, in professional sports, they hold you to a very high esteem like they do professional models. Yes. Okay. And we do know minority girls tend to be a little bit more curvy. Yes. You can't be. Mm. You just can't. Um, your butt can be big. That's fine. <laughs> they want big butts. Can I, can but I they, need, they need to be able to sit in shorts right. <laughs> without the additional love handles. <laughs> so you have to be as fit as you possibly can. You need to study dance probably in ways that you never have. Yes. I have seen a lot of minority girls come into auditions. And the first thing they, that comes to mind is our traditional classic HBCU book. Oh. <laughs> and I tend to cringe on the yeah. inside oh. because uh. that, that's, you know, that's history for our HBCU. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's what it is, history. <laughs> history, exactly. And so you, I always say you have to grow up and grow out. Yes. And at some point, you're going to need to take a ballet class. <laughs> you're going to need to take a jazz class. Yes. You may want to take a tap class. Yes. And just learn the fundamentals of dance. You remember in the studio in Mississippi, that was everything. We needed yes. to learn 
what a pirouette is. Yes. What did it mean to do a bop mom? Yes. Because they're going to use that dance terminology when you decide to go pro. And not just sports, just I dance for a lot of music artists right. too. Right. And when you get into that audition, they're not going to say, baby, can you turn left for me? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what's going to happen, okay? And I even remind my dancers here, you know, someone was like, I want to dance for Beyonce one day. No, I want to do this. And I said, don't get it twisted. <laughs> they might do the uh-oh on stage, but you watch those dancers doing her ballads. They actually yes. are doing ballet. Yes. And of course, you know, ballet is not the favorite of everyone. But you have to open yourself to become a well-rounded yes. dancer. That way you can conform to anything that you learn. Right. Um, and it's not a matter of eight counts. Not everything is an eight count. How about that? You have <laughs> to be able to maneuver into that. Right. And let's just go into attitude. Attitude, oh my gosh, Ooh. it's everything. Because when you have fans... I always say people from Mississippi are just naturally nice because, you know, we didn't know a stranger. Right, right. But in other places, that doesn't always happen. And depending yes. on where, you know, someone grew up, they probably didn't see that all the time. But you have to open your heart to be kind to people because you have people that don't look like you. You right. have people who are maybe disabled to right. some point. And you need to be able to relate to them to where they can connect with you. Um, our hair. Mm. It has been something over the years to see which one team that stands out to me is the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. <laughs> My God, they got some gorgeous BGs on that team. Right. Um, I've seen afros. I've seen short fade-like hairstyles. I've seen girls be able to use their natural curls mm -hmm. um, that are in their hair, being authentically them all the way. And you can right. tell they, they know how to dance. So that was a huge plus. But, you know, coming into some organizations, you can't do that. Right. Um, you, I always tell people, especially if you come this way, you need to go and study the team that you want to audition for go back now you know back in the day we didn't have youtube and and i instagram or facebook right. so you have tools now to help you get where you want to be right you need to go on youtube type in that team name and watch those videos because your job is to mimic yes. what you see don't put your own spin on it mimic <laughs> it <laughs> You want to be able to prove that you're ready to stand on that field, be put in a uniform and ready to go. Right. Once you decide to go pro, they're not there to teach you how to dance. You can right. forget it. You need to come in knowing so that they can keep moving because at that point, it's a business. It's not a club. <laughs> I love it. So not, a <laughs> not a business and not a club. But exactly. understand... Understand in the in the whole essence of this, she's trying to give tips for those girls who might go in there, might have um, low self-esteem or low confidence. Can you give us some tips on how some of the girls or current people who don't even want to go dance, but give them encouragement or some tips on how to build their self-esteem and their confidence? Well, you know, today we uh, have lost a lot of our leaders. Yeah. Um, 
for generations to come now. A lot of them are passing away. So now what the world needs, especially from us as Black people, is to put those new leaders out there. Yes. And the best way, especially if you're a shy person, because I have shy students, but you wouldn't know it when she started dancing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. You have to be able to step out of your comfort zone. Don't get used to doing what you always do. Cause then you have mm. to look and say, did I progress or am yes. I still doing the same thing I did five years ago? Yes. You have to step out of your zone. Um, a lot of the teams host prep classes. Um, I myself are, am not a fan of prep classes because you get a room full of girls that come from everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then they teach this combination and then everybody's smiling, but then you got a, a room full of nervous girls who are sizing each other up. Mm -hmm. From and size to hate. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or making you feel like you're not, you're not ready for it. Yeah. And you have to be able to, it's not being conceited or overly confident, right. but you have to be able to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. and your capabilities. My prep classes that I host at Starfire, to me, are the most important because I am able to tell each girl mm -hmm. what would be good for her. I am able, my cheerleaders, I also coach arena football. I've had four teams here in Dallas to say, okay, this team may not fit for you. I probably don't see the NFL for a girl. Mm -hmm. I probably say you'll make a great NBA dancer because the style and the look is totally different. In the NBA, you can be thicker. In the NFL, you cannot. Right. The uniforms do not stretch. So this is no <laughs> longer Lycra. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, and just even with my students here and my cheerleaders, they, they will tell you, you know, if you don't wear... A smile and a medium, you're not on this team. Right. And that's just the truth. Right. And for me, it's better for me to tell you now before you go waste money and get let down. When I told you beforehand, maybe your hair color doesn't look great for your right. face. Right. Maybe that hairstyle isn't great for your face. I'm going to give you an example. A young lady from Mississippi, I won't say her name or the that she was with. <laughs> two years ago she came well she posted on her Facebook that she wanted to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader I don't follow her but I saw it in my news feed mm -hmm. and I was like "Woo!" you know I didn't say nothing but then somebody tagged me in the post and I was like no, <laughs> no don't, do don't do that that's not for me I don't want to tell her and then I was like Maya you gotta be you gotta be that voice for Mississippi, yes. you know. And so she finally reached out to me. I invited her to my arena at the time, my arena football team were on the field at the stadium practicing for our upcoming game. Right. And I think arena leagues, if people ever had that opportunity, um, I, I didn't. I kind of I was very few people go on to a professional team and make it the first time around. Right. I'm not one of those. I, I make it the first time around. But I learned as I go what to do and what to expect, if that makes sense. So right. I don't audition not to make it. Right. You know, so I had her come to my rehearsals 
And I said, and she introduced herself and I was just in awe about her appearance mm -hmm. right off, you know, because the first thing they're going to do as soon as you walk up is judge you. Yes. And she looked like she had three bags of hair in her head. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. She, she looked like Mufasa. And that's just the only thing I can, you know. Ooh, to. say it again, say it again. <laughs> She's a beautiful, she was a beautiful girl, tiny, had all the thing elements to make a professional cheerleader. But her hair was bigger than her personality. <laughs> and so, you know, but I just say, you know, that's TV, that's music videos. People yes. see that and they think that's real life. And I have to tell my students, they get paid to do that. You don't. Mm. It's two different things. Yes. So, but I asked her to do a pirouette for me. I said, can you do a double pirouette? She stood there and said, what's that? Oh, uh. But mind, dun, dun, dun. You, <laughs> mind you, she said she's been dancing since she was three. Okay. So a lot of people, I go, get your money back because wow. you didn't learn anything. I said, can you do an eight count of bot moths for me? <sighs> she said, what's that? Mm. Those are the two most dance one-on-ones <laughs> mm. that I can think of. Yeah. And after she couldn't do it, my cheerleaders, of course, they're older um, on arena. So I'm professional. You have to be at least 18 for some yes. teams. And some yes. teams, you have to be at least 21. Yes. So if you're a late bloomer, you got some work to do before you step out there to do an audition. Right. Um, she, I asked her to do freestyle because normally that's the first round, right? Mm -hmm. I turned some music on for her, And when I tell you she bucked the house down. Mm. And the only thing I can do is hold my heart. <laughs> the football stopped playing. The coaches turned around and started looking. Uh -huh. Everybody's mouth was wide open and eyes big. Wow. And I had to turn the music off to get her to stop. Mm. And I said, you cannot do that. And she said, but I want to wow the judges. I said, trust me, you will. <laughs> If you do that. <laughs> and long story short, you know, she showed up at auditions. She came to look for me. I did, I did speak to her and I just wished her good luck. Right. Um, I wasn't able to work with her before she auditioned. She had already made up in her mind she's gonna mm -hmm. make this team because yes. she was on this his, historic famous team in Mississippi that, okay. she, that automatically was going to translate into this world. Okay. And uh, they <laughs> cut her first round. Uh -oh. That was a waste of your time and mine too. Because I told her don't come. <laughs> <laughs> she came anyway. <laughs> and uh, some people say, I'm just here for the experience. Why yeah. would you spend all that money for an for experience? You can do that at home. Mm. And when they cut her, she went into tears. She started walking towards me. I turn around and I go the other way because I can't console <laughs> you. <laughs> I tried to teach you before you was out. I understand. And I felt bad for her, but I didn't yeah. feel too bad because you did not come with your A game. Yes. And I explained to you what an A game was verbatim but yes. you decided to do you and and, and, and that's one and that's one thing Maya I want you to actually give 
these young girls that might want to dance or just have some motivation tips on where they can reach you at. So if they just reach out, because like you did that young girl, we some girls get so used to their friend girls saying, oh girl, you got it. You got that talent. You, you know, you doing it up. And they're not really teaching you what you need to learn. But this is someone who has been in the industry, somebody who's the lead liaison with the Dallas Cowboys. Give somebody, give them a tip or some, some type of information where they can reach you so they can reach out because not because you've been on a squad or something for a long time, but trying to give you information that will give you success in the industry. Well, I first wanted to let everybody know I, when people meet me, I'm Mississippi to the core. Right. My my accent has not left. And Mine I've been either. In, I'm in DC. Okay. I've been in Dallas now almost 20 years next year. And everybody calls me Mississippi Maya. And it does not bother me because that's where I'm from. Yes. Okay. And I tell people all the time, I was a star before I got here. Whoa. I just had stars to my belt. That's it. <laughs> That's all in my eyes anyway, because hey, I've been a star in my father's eyes my whole life. So right. you can't tell me nothing different. You know <laughs> what I mean? People can reach out to me, of course, um, on social media. A lot of girls find me that way. Um, my direct page is Maya Hayes. And of course, it says Starfire Productions under it. But I do have a Facebook page called Starfire Pro. And you can put in Starfire Productions or Starfire Pro in your search box. And it'll pull up the page and you can message me there. Um, a lot of people find me on Instagram, which is where I found a lot of our previous dancers from Mississippi. Um, and I followed them and watched them, um, on Instagram at, I'm at Starfire Pro and Twitter. I am Starfire Prod Pro because apparently somebody thinks they're a professional too. So <laughs> you have to put R-O-D, um, and then the word pro. Um, but other than that, I don't mind messenger. You can send me a message. Of course, you're went to my other box if we're not already friends, but I try to check it just in case somebody was trying to find me. Um, or you can go to my website at starfireproductionspro.com. Um, I do have a lot of proteins on there and I give some Q&A to kind of help everybody out too. Great. So I know, uh, I just want us to kind of reminisce of how we used to run camp and how Man. we used to do our um, dance when we had our lockdowns. We used to do, uh, because I was the military one, we used to do push-ups and work out. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Especially when I joined in to try to do it myself. <laughs> hey, but it our worked. girls it got worked. so strong. I'm telling yes. you, when you have so many elements, to just not dancing but then we had elements where you know if they had issues they could talk to us and we counsel with them and if they had problems at school and it was just a family connection that a lot of people lose and what do you think that's the problem in most of these dance company things because I think they become too commercialized and yes. they forget the community part exactly and I tell people you know I may have been a Dallas Cowboys truly that's what I did Yes. That's not who I am as right. a person. None, none of my accolades represent who I am. Those are things yes. I like to do. That's my skill. That was my talent. So the opportunities were there. Praise God, I got the chance. You know what yes. I mean? But me as a person, I have always enjoyed developing and teaching others what I do. So I like to call it my ministry in life. 
Okay. Like, like even now, you know, I have to remind my kids, she might be eight. It doesn't matter. One day she will be 18. So that? I mold her now to prepare what the world will have waiting for her. Because again, remember, it's a lot different. We ran boot camp straight out yes. in Mississippi. <laughs> we made sure it doesn't matter if I say sit in the split, everybody sat in their splits, including yes. me. Until Everybody. you don't feel it anymore. Okay. And even me, and y'all wonder how I could do splits now. <laughs> we did that, but that also, you know, mentally made us stronger. Yeah. It also mentally told us, you know what, we're going to try this because we didn't stick to just one style of dancing. Yes. And one thing that I, I have learned, I'm going to point out, <laughs> it's funny, that, that booking stuff, They'll say, this is a jazz routine, this is a contemporary routine, and this is a ballet, but you booked all of them. <laughs> you see where that doesn't go together? Yeah. <laughs> or when you have a dancer put on a tutu and then she's still booking. That's almost disrespectful to ballet, just saying. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but that's just yeah. my... That's just my opinion. But. And that's Maya's opinion. That's Maya's opinion. But then again, yeah. we still have to understand the difference between a lot of dance journeys and making sure that we continue on in what we need to do and be appropriate for the journey you are auditioning for. Exactly. Exactly. Be so prepared. that's what, in a nutshell, that is what Maya is saying is if you see or mimic in YouTube that they are looking at this particular dance move and your audition you trying to wow them and all your friends back home are saying oh no you shouldn't watch that you should go and no no mimic what you see and if you give a little twist give it your all sometimes you don't need to show your friends what you're gonna do exactly because <laughs> they're not the same you're not expert stroking the ego <laughs> which sets you up for failure you need people in your corner to say, baby girl, no, that is not it. Yes. And you know, now the NFL, a lot of teams have incorporated guys yes. onto their teams. Yes. So there's opportunity for guys who like to yes. dance too, yes. to get out there. It's right. the same thing. Right. It is the same thing. Right. You need to really have people who are going to be honest with you. Right. Right. And then you need to be honest with yourself. Cause I have a lot of people and I go, all, all the, all the black girls on the pros, you ain't know nobody to go to like to ask first, you just showed up. <laughs> oh my gosh. This has been so funny. But, but it's, I wanna, tri I wanna, it's trial and error. It's trial and error. Yes, I want to make sure that you show them what a cherry picker is. <laughs> <laughs> I am, you know, <laughs> Missy Elliott, let me tell you, Missy Elliott did something on her Instagram that I thought was great. I showed it to my students. She does a lot of, uh, you know, flashbacks because a lot of her songs are going into anniversary time now. And so she showed one like backstage um, during an audition. Mm -hmm. And she said, I have a lot of guys who audition for me. And she said, this is what I want to see. And the guy got up, when I tell you, he threw 13 pirouettes in a row. Wow. Killed it. And I told my girls, I said, see, she didn't want to see if she can do the, 
that's, that's the fun part. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? You have to be able to do things outside of your comfort zone. And right. if you do not know what those things are, you will not level up the way you would like to do. Right, right. Yeah. So definitely Maya saying people level up. If you're, and sometimes I think what they can need to do too as well is record themselves. And maybe they can possibly send your recording of them to just, so you can assess them too as well. So would you, would you, um, would you like that or not? Oh, absolutely. I get girls all the time who live in other states. They don't live here. Um, I'll tell them while they're practicing, I say, and sometimes I give them videos. I do have videos on my YouTube channel, which is Starfire 1609. If you go to my YouTube channel um, and click, uh, go directly to my channel and click, click playlist, um, there are some videos that will show up for you that are rehearsal videos. Mm -hmm. And the ones you want to follow are my proteins. And that will say MDD or DMDD or JBA. I know these acronyms not, mean nothing to y'all, but those are my arena teams. <laughs> I do have um, a lot of choreography there. And I, sometimes I send the links to the girls. So you mm -hmm. can just reach out to me and I will send you something and say, practice this and then do it and then send me back the video. Right. And I'm going to tell you what it looks like. And sometimes we get on calls like this where we can, because, you know, COVID, I can't necessarily travel to right. you or you can't come to me. We get on video and I'm able to critique and say, don't do that, but do this. And we try to change it up to get them comfortable doing a lot of different, because one thing, um, so I won best dance team in arena football four right. years in a row. We do everything. And the girls who have cheered under my direction, they can tell you the two hardest teams to make in Dallas is the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Starfire, any one of the groups she got. Mm -hmm. Because you're gonna be pushed beyond your comfort zone. Right. This game, we might do country dances. This game, we might do rock and roll style right. dances. We have to do something to accommodate the audience that you're around. Right. So if you have groups or teams in your neighborhood that don't book, mm -hmm. that you can go and be a part of, that will help you a whole lot. One, build your self-confidence because there's a difference in doing a show and performing a show. Right, right. You need to learn how to perform professionally when you're yes. in front of a crowd because you have everything from a child to your grandfather. And I tell people all the time, if you do something to where your father or your grandfather blushed, that means you're doing too much. <laughs> it's just not a good look. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is so much great information. And I just <laughs> want to show shows the people that from out of your um, dance company, because, you know, I was younger than you, <laughs> <laughs> that um, Jackson, uh, Mississippi, actually started their own semi-professional basketball team, and they had cheerleaders, and I'm just going to show you the picture, and I was the actual coach for that first um, season of the cheerleaders right here, so if you just see me in the white, that's me and the cheerleaders, and that came out of Starfire Productions, because at that particular time, I didn't know a lot, and I was, I was, I was doing a couple of things. So it was, it was amazing to know that 
the what Maya Hayes taught me and being in her production and being so ever present because I was more of the, um, what they call it, the military um, stretch coach. Stretch them, stretch them, stretch them. <laughs> Get that Work them out, Get work them out. <laughs> but it got our girls and our guys that we have on the team at that particular time to the point where they were very comfortable, where they were at the point where we could dance, where the point that we had just a lot of community shift, a lot of good, good relationships and wasn't any drama. So no. that was that was the fun part about it. These are people that were ready to come to Starfire Productions in the studio yeah. and like, look, yeah, holler at me today. <laughs> you want a challenge? Let's do it. <laughs> yes. And and they were already always ready for a challenge. So if any of you guys are listening, shout out to you guys. And I just want to yeah. know what some of you guys are doing. Um, I, I can't remember y'all names. I probably can't remember your faces too, because though y'all was little bitty babies, and I know it's been over some um, ten years since we saw each other. Yep. So send me a message if I haven't connected with you. That that will be fun to see. Yes. You know, um, and some 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 of the girls have still continued to dance. We got one that's doing. She's like the face of what is it, jazzercise in oh her area because it's still popping and it's a big thing. And she's right. had twins now mm. and she's still out there just killing it, killing it. You know, yeah. um, you never know where you can just find your niche. If dance isn't something you want to do as a career and it's still just a part-time passion of yours, right. stay with it. Find your happy place. If that's where you like being happy, get in that and stay happy. So I think I just wanted to definitely show y'all all the faces that I had. I mean, like I told you, as Judah, um, most people say a jack of all trades, but I know Maya can tell you because we've done duets together. Um, yeah. You remember the ribbon in the sky? Man. <laughs> and I lifted her like the, uh, what was that? Uh, what's it called? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. If yep. you guys remember the Dirty we did Dancing. That. And we went up, and Maya always look at me like, you got it? And I'd be like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> you remember, you used to always say, you ain't going to hit the ground. I'm going to hold you by the but you ain't going to hit the ground. You're not going to hit the ground. And she would go up, and it would be like, she'd be like, yes, I feel so great. She'll come down and wrap all around me and stuff. It was just wonderful. But it that's was. about trust. That's about mm -hmm. community. That's about really trusting your partner, really dancing to the potential of you and your partner. This was not a Maya show. This was not a Judy show. No. This was a together, let's do this duet. That's the way life has to happen, especially in relationships. Although mm -hmm. me and Maya never had that type of relationship, but our friendship brought us to the point where we were, okay, Maya, she'll give me that look like, look, I'm about to jump. And I'd be like, okay, girl. And I'll give her that look like, okay, let's get it together. And I go up. And she know when I get to that stance, she running. <laughs> That's it. That is it. Right now, I like when you say, you know, there wasn't, there's no drama. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, you see a lot of it on television these days. Yeah. And so when I was talking about the project I'm working on now, is to show everybody that it's not necessarily take that because dancers we do bicker we do you know yes. not feel each other certain days yes. but that's fa that's family that's family, that's family. Yes. but when we hit that stage nobody would ever know that practice was hard yes nobody knows it and the group that i have here in dallas 
just like the one in Mississippi, I say you are a family, period, the end of story. Nobody should be able to break this bond. If you can't stand somebody and you got to do like Mia Jackson State and stand up in a chair and remind people who you are, <laughs> you do I it. Do that. Why they laugh at you and walk out on you, just saying. Right. But I just want you guys to know as a disclaimer, this was good professional dancing. And it mm -hmm. was not to the point where we were exposed to anything. We were exposing exactly. our talent. And that's why we got the International Dance Challenge. I don't know. How many awards, we, rewards and plaques and uh, ribbons? We got and, a whole ton of them. It was a whole, it was a rack of everything. Yeah. To me, so that the was most my important one was for them to recognize us as the best dance studio. That was my favorite. Yes. That was my personal um, um, plaque that I got because of my solo dance I did. So, but Maya got all the rest of the stuff. She allowed me to keep my stuff. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I do that now. I say, if you do a solo, you can keep it because you earned it. But if you yes. do one as a group, then I'd rather, you know, post it up in the school so everybody can yes. see it. Yeah. Yes. So just, I, I just want to give her honor. I want to give her praise. I want to definitely give her blessings because she oh. is so deserving of it. And if I've not met anybody sweeter, but she's tough. Trust me, she's tough. <laughs> and she's little too. So she's tough, little, and she, she means what she says, but it's all in good fun. And mm -hmm. she just want to get you to the next level. And sometimes mm -hmm. we don't see the next level, but in visionaries like myself and Maya, we see that level. Yes. We see it. We don't just stop you right where you think you are at. We move you towards the next thing. I have to give this example. I just did a photo shoot and they had a lot of models out there because mm -hmm. I do that on the side too. Mm -hmm. And one particular person stood out to me and I reached out to them and I said, you know what? I'm going to pay for your portfolio. I need to build your portfolio. Wow. wow. It's a, all about building a community. Mm -hmm. it's all about building the next thing most people didn't know i was a creative director one of my other talents mm -hmm. but once i showed the action because i didn't have to boast about it i showed the action all the photographers like hey you need to be on my set helping these models out like you're doing right here right now i was like but that's not my job but that's something i like to do as well so it's a lot of things that you don't know about judah but always remember i'm a humble servant to god that's my first priority and with that comes all of the other things that's added on. My first priority is God. Mm -hmm. The other priority are, are things that I do on the side as hobbies. My first priority is God. And the, and, 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 and closing remarks, any education, any motivation, any communication you want to deliver to our listeners? Because, yes, we was chatting it up, but I know time is running out. I know you guys want to go eat. I know you guys want to just chill out. Your Sunday, I know we took a party on Sunday, and thank you for all the listeners that's listening in. But I definitely want to hear the last words from Maya Hayes. Well, I want to speak on when you say we always give praise and honor to God first. Yeah. You know, my dance company, the motto has always been, we're always dancing in God's spirit. Oh, wow. And I say, when you go before him, what do you want to tell him that you did? Wow. What do you think he would be pleased with? And so I, I would tell you, remember, I used to always, Praise dance was like our thing. Yes, yes, it was. Not, that's one of the genres that we did. Yes. We we did a lot of Kirk Franklin and yes. stuff back in the day. Lean on yes. me. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful things. I still 
And I think it took people in Texas time to realize they go, oh, we're going to dance at an NBA game or we're going to do this. I said, we're going to praise dance too. Yes. And the kids look at you and they go, what? And I go, oh, honey, you can't move without them. Exactly. <laughs> and they get accolade every time we, we've danced at so many churches in Dallas, it ain't funny. And I wow. tell everybody, Starfire Productions from Mississippi to Texas, we've done everything except for funeral. But we got invited to do a funeral last year. Oh, wow. And the only reason why we couldn't do it is because we had a conflicting performance. Right. Um, the girls got uh, were hired by T.D. Jakes' team when he does Mega Fest every year. <laughs> and they actually praise dance and open up for Cedric the Entertainer on last year. Oh, wow. And they said, we going to praise dance? I said, absolutely. We're going to get up there and have church. <laughs> And we did uh, Shirley Caesar. And Shirley Caesar, my favorite. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm an old school gospel lover. Yes, yes. And so I, I like making sure people understand to, even if you are working a job that you don't prefer, you have right. to find purpose in what you do as you continue to plant those seeds. And then you need to go in prayer and ask God to rain on them. Oh, they wow. won't grow unless you ask for it. The Bible says you use your mouth. Yeah. If you don't ask for it, it won't happen. Yes, Lord. So I, I'm going to leave you with that one. You know, keep dancing in the spirit. Everything will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and the spirit of God. <laughs> and, and the spirit of God, yeah, because I don't know who you pray to. But let me tell you now, you don't want something crazy to come back on you. <laughs> Yes. So one thing yeah. is, as we leave here, I want to definitely thank Maya Hayes, the former Dallas Cowboy cheater, cheerleader, the lead liaison to the minorities in the, um, the um, Dallas Cowboys, Starfire Production owner, Maya Hayes Group, LLC, and all of those good things she has up under her belt, the pro. The, the 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 next thing this i love it i love it because this is like my boom boom right here that's what i yeah. call it my boom boom is because she taught me so many things and had me do things that i didn't know that i could do but she saw me as oh you're a new talent and you're gonna do this and only thing you have to do is just let me show you mm -hmm. and i was looking like okay <laughs> but you were teachable you were yes. teachable you yes. have to be teachable if you're not a person that can take direction and understand hey i'm gonna mess up what i say mess up in class yes. you better not do it on stage yes it's kind of debbie allen saying you know she said you won't fame it started in rehearsal yes it does on it stage does. is where you show everybody where all the hard yes. work came from yes. and you did it so at least you were teachable that's yes. why and that's one thing is be teachable you don't go in arrogant thinking that you know everything. Mm -hmm. You can't go in arrogant because the thing is, you might have had a different teacher from somebody that's teaching you now. Mm -hmm. So maybe they did not have all the techniques work that, that needed to suffice the next person. Oh, you can't go back and say, well, I don't know why I didn't make it. Well, the thing is, sometimes we have to do research to make mm -hmm. sure that we are um, providing or mimicking where we want to go. So exactly. do the research. So if we can just um, um, always remember, I am Judah Bernard, the wisdom dialoguer of the rise, creating your voice. Um, in this, we provide communication, education, and also motivation. 
Also, remember, we send texts out every Wednesday, and you can text The Rise, which is T-H-E-R-I-S-E, to 844-452-4110 to receive a motivational text every Wednesday. It does not cost you anything. It costs me more than it costs you. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's the thing is, at the end of the day, I'm doing all this because we need this and we need it now. We need this, not tomorrow. We need it now. We need to start building our communities back. Yes. We need to start loving yes. each other back. We need to start building humankind, human and kind. Be both. But like I said, as we leave this platform and this social media, don't be a stranger. Always, if you don't do nothing else, what does Judah say? Tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse. Heck, tell everyone. The Rise Creating Your Voice is going. See, we're in Dallas, Texas right now. So those mm -hmm. are in Texas, please hit me up if you want an interview. It's the TR Judah at Outlook.com. If you want an interview, it's the TR Judah at Outlook.com. And you'll put in the subject line, potential interview. I'm looking forward to chatting up with other people and just telling me about what you do or what's, what's, what's going on with you. But then again, I have topics too. So don't forget the seasons and episodes too. That's in Podbean, YouTube, Instagram, um, iTunes, YouTube, and also SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. So I'm on many, many platforms. So definitely, only thing I can say is we will see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for having me. Everybody You're have welcome. a blessed week.